Well, greetings, Imagination Connoisseurs. Once again, it is I, your Duke of Dope Discourse, your master of fun and wonder, and as John Campia calls me, your existential Mr. Rogers. That's right, me, Robert Meyer Burnett. And this is episode, well, actually issue, issue, 22 of the Weekly Hero. But you know, you don't come to see me. Yeah, they Let's do. Face it, I don't even come to see me. What? I come to see the Enchantress of Effervescence. She of 1,000 Voices. What other nicknames? The Princess of Positivity. The Princess. America's Sweetheart. Cocaine Bear. Wow. Whee! That's, of course, Chris Carr. I we all come time. to see Chris. Oh, some of you do. But you're great, too, RMB. <laughs> we love you. Well, thanks. No one's got as much industry know-how as you. Truly. Well, if I had more, I'd be actually making movies instead of talking about them. But I appreciate your sentiment. We can do that. We could do that. We should be doing we should that. We should be doing that. We're going to make the movie about the quest for Taylor's father. I know. I'm yes. so excited about it. Where if is we he? made a John Campia crew movie, Dude. people would go see it. Dude, it'd be great. We could make it available for download. We could take it on the road. Yeah. I think it'd be great. We it. should have someone send some scripts about that. We no, should have no, someone send no, some No, no, no one's going to send scripts. <laughs> Don't do that. No scripts. We could send it to that guy. But you Look know, this is, the we- this is the weekly hero. Mm-hmm. And while I would love to toot my own horn and beep, beep. talk about myself in the third person, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm going to talk about Spider-Man Funko Pops. Yes. Can you believe that? Oh, they're so cute. Spider-Man Funko Pops. Oh I mean, gosh. you know, look, they're not 12-inch Hot Toys figures. No. And, you know, if you saw that new Shang-Chi, but look at this. This is a this is a fine-looking assortment, or as they call them in Britain, a range. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a fine range of Funko Spider-Man Pops. I, I mean, how could you not want? This is like Lay's potato chips. No one can have just one. Exactly. Uh, these across the Spider-Verse Funko Pops are dope. And as a matter of fact, I like these better than standard Funkos because with the big heads, they're like tiki torch, you know, like, you know, in the tiki bars, where, oh. where, you know, like the, um, not tiki torches, that's something else. That's, I was going to say, but you know what I mean? Like okay. if you go to a tiki bar and you see the cool, like the one on the top left there. Yeah. That's that awesome. kind of luchador one. The luch, exactly. Lucha Vavoom. I mean, this is so cool. 25 years of fun. Funko. These are really cool. They're really, really. And is awesome. that is that what is that blank one? They can't show it yet because it's secret. I'm I wonder if it's translucent. Or it might be invisible. Like Miles can go translucent. Oh, here. there you go. Or you could just paint yourself as a Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, I don't quite know, but look at this. This is. There's so many cool guys in Spider-Man here. Spider-Man 2099. I mean, obviously, we've got Miguel in there too. So that other one, and forgive me because I'm going to butcher it. Ar- Araxindo is the luchador one. We've got yep. Spider Bite in here. That's the kind of tech gal. I mean, the Spider Woman stuff. Obviously, we saw a little bit of that at CinemaCon. We did. So there is some really, really cool stuff here. I love these Funkos. I think they look just adorable. And it just really, it re-energizes how friggin' hyped I am about this movie. Well, it, it the movie looks incredible. Oh my gosh. Just, I mean, the raw animation that we got to see was so stunning and so fun and so dynamic. Just the mixture of different styles. I'm really, really excited about this. And just seeing all these various Spider-Men, women, people, man, these Spider-Verse movies, they just like, they blow your hair back. And you know, I was talking about this morning, the poster, the one sheet. Oof. Uh, so one of the best good. one sheets we've seen in years with all really the different is. spider people. Well, and it goes back to what you're spider always people. saying too about movie posters as of late, right? You want it to be a great piece of art that you would hang in your home. And that is a piece that is so fun and cool and wild. And it's not just the typical floating head thing. Sure, it is a whole bunch of the spider folks lined up, but there's such a really wild energy and diversity amongst them. There's it. a it's design. So cool. You know, I've always said that a great, there you go, a great, and plus it's painted artwork. Exactly. Thank God. Um, 
what I've said about uh, a great movie poster is it mythologizes in one image the movie you're about to see. So the posters I would collect, whether it was Star Wars or Star Trek or even things like Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, the first Nightmare on Elm Street poster, if Nancy doesn't wake up screaming, she won't wake up at all. Mm -hmm. And it's a great, really artistic uh, rendering. It's almost abstract of Freddy Krueger's claw. Mm -hmm. And you saw that poster and you're like, wow, when I see the movie, I hope it makes me feel like this one image does. And I've yeah. missed that. Same here. I just want to go back to that one image you pulled up to Taylor of the spot there. I mean, what a what an interesting villain choice too. I know this film. I'm really excited about that. I think one of the cool things that's happened within the MCU, within the Sony films, and everything too, is bringing in characters who are honestly pretty B to C list. You know, yep. and it it really, really I think re-energizes the franchise, and I think it gets us hardcore comic fans really excited but also it's it's one of those things where it's oh i don't have to see the same story again for all of our general movie audience as well we all know goblin you know yeah we all know some of the heavy hitters of the spider-verse as a whole and and whenever someone says well what villain do you want to see him fight it's always the same few exactly handful of people like the, i i get it norman osborne is a delicious villain yeah but there's other folks and you can do them well and we're going to get a lot of them yeah, in across are. the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Well, that brings me to Summer and somebody else everyone likes. Speaking of villains, there's a summer. Yes. There's a summer event. Yeah. Vader's Visions. I mean, Ooh. to me, that's like a, a channel on Pornhub. But, I, you know, I, perhaps it isn't that. Wow. Uh, Vader's. Oh, there there you is. go. That's why. That's me uh, dressed as Biggs Darklighter about to get my X-Wing to fight over the Death Star and Star Wars Triple X. <laughs> um, uh, you know, but that's different from Your this Vader's is, vision. It's so confusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, 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 I know, right? I love it. Uh, Vader's Visions is a new, uh, it is a new event. So and it's this, a major crossover. Yeah, it's a big old crossover event. Um, so we had this whole thing in Revelations where he was having these visions. And the line is... You mean the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse? Basically. Revelations? It's basically like that. First, it comes for the metal, then for the muddle, and in the end, for the mind. So there's this whole thing that's going to pay off on Mustafar that is a big crossover comic book event dealing with all of the premonitions that Vader's been having since Star Wars Revelations. So um, it's going to be really, really interesting because this is going over, and let me make sure I get all of this right, Star Wars Doctor Aphra, um, Darth Vader, and Bounty Hunters, and then the regular Star Wars comics themselves. All of this is happening over the summer. It's going to be really, really cool to see all of this come to fruition. And what they're saying, too, is this is going to be, and I know, obviously, there's going to be some hyperbole. We're trying to sell some paper. No. Right? I know. But this is supposed to be one of the most important things in star wars canon of this droid rebellion that that has like been in the back of people's mind and this precognitive kind of thing and it sounds really really exciting um you know we're gonna have Al uh ajax sigma in there we're gonna have a whole bunch of really really cool stuff happening across the board and it's sometimes hard for me to get really excited about the star wars comics when it's between films right right the same issue i have with like prequels and stuff like that because i know how things end but i love when extended universe stuff extended canon things give you a lot more insight to why characters did things choices that were made maybe some films i didn't love a lot have a little more merit which films now. are those you know 
Sometimes it's a prequel. Sometimes it's things like, I know the rest of you loved Rogue One, but Andor for me, right? I needed Andor to start appreciating Rogue One. Okay. And and now I'm enjoying that more because Rogue One didn't give me time to fall in love with these people and really care about all of them. All right. I'm having a little bit more of that. And these comics really, I think, help flesh out the world. Well, they've, I mean, to be fair, Marvel has been doing some really, the, the Vader comic, the Darth Vader comic has been so quite good. good. And there's a lot of great stuff that has come out of Marvel taking over from Dark Horse. I was really mm -hmm. worried about that. I'm like, am I going to read these anymore? <laughs> you know, I still only pick up the collected versions. But hey, look at that. Darth Vader on a horse. Oh, man. <laughs> it's I'm on a horse. Stuff. So again, guys, these are not going to come out till this summer. Right. But you can go ahead to your local comic book shop. Make sure they have those weekly pulls for you ready. And you can check out this really epic crossover saga. I mean, check it out. You know what else you can check out? What? You remember in Hawkeye when they were in New York <gasps> and they had a musical called Rogers yeah, I can do the this Musical? All day. Yeah, I can do this so all good. day. Well, you know who can do what all day? They're actually going to bring Rogers the Musical is coming to Disneyland. Taylor is so hyped. I mean, so hyped my God, I can do this all day. Apparently, the show is going to run all day. I mean, I don't know when it's going to run, but. <laughs> Man, those Disney performers are good. I mean, to Mark Shaman and Scott break. Whitman are um not small potatoes. No. I mean they're going they're going big guns on this. I love them. I do too. And oh. I mean Hairspray was one of the first musicals I got to see on Broadway. Wow. And I cried. <laughs> which is ridiculous. The first musical but... I ever saw on Broadway on the act on actual Broadway was yeah. City of Angels. Ooh. When I first went and and City of Angels. I am surprised it was never turned into a movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It was a noir thing. I loved it. Yeah. I went to New York City for the very first time in 1990. Mm -hmm. My grandmother's from New York, and one day at my, it was my birthday. She just said, uh, what do you mean you haven't been in New York? I said, I've never been in New York. And she looked at my sister. Oh, it was my, pardon me, my step-grandmother. Okay. Because my grandmother died. Then, but I love, Sissy was her name. Aww. Sissy Schoenfeld. And she was amazing. And she's like, I'm going to send you to New York. And I'm like, what does that mean? And she she bought my sister and I plane tickets, put us up in an awesome hotel. Got oh, us my gosh. You did the cutest Instagram post about you and your sister doing this. Yes. 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 And we went, I'd never, it was the best, we had the, I hated my sister. And and we had a, gr I don't hate her now. But was you this know. the trip, though, that like made yeah, you guys Yeah, yeah. We had ground? the greatest time ever oh, in New York. I love that. And we were flush with cash. We could go anywhere we wanted. Yeah. And I, I I'd never, I, as much as I'd seen New York in, I don't know why I'm going on about this, but New no, York, I love this. it is the greatest city in the world. I will tell you, uh, it's great. But um, this Rogers the Musical, not going to be on Broadway. It's going to be at Disneyland. Yeah, well, it's in the Hyperion. And Taylor, you brought up a great point about this, too. Oh, yeah. So if you As want usual. to talk about Disneyland. Yeah, As you usual. always bring up great points. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm so excited for this, you guys. The Hyperion Theater has been sitting empty at California Adventure since the parks reopened after the pandemic. Uh, I thought it was a missed opportunity every time I walk past it and it's empty. Used to have Frozen in there. I always thought, why don't they just put Rogers the Musical in there? And now they are. It's right next to Avengers Campus. I have a picture right here for those of you who are not familiar with it. This is when they welcomed everybody back to the theme parks after being closed for yep. however long that was. I don't know math. Could have been five months. Could have been 20 years. The who knows? lasted 20 years. But yeah, this is so good. exciting and it's just the perfect location, the perfect new uh, play to have. It's going to be a fun time. I cannot wait to see this live in person at California Adventures. So fun. It's so, so cute. I'm really excited to do it. I want them to open up more Magic Keys, though. I want to buy a pass, and they just keep not letting me.
Chris, you have to so we can just go lit together every weekend. It's so fun. And the great thing about California Adventure is you can buy booze there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I do. I I, I know. <laughs> what? You drinker. <laughs> and I like soaring. Oh, they changed it. What is soaring called now? Around soaring. the world. Soaring around the world. Soaring around the world. It's awesome. Can I tell you the sweetest thing my husband does? Please. So I don't have like a good sense of smell, right? I basically have no sense of smell. And so he leans over and he tells me what all of the smells are during Soren oh, and wow. describes it for me, which I think is so cute. Wow. He's a That's good so... one. He's a good egg. <laughs> I'm, I'm coughing. You're, you have a clam. Oh my gosh, I got I'm you. All, I'm all, yeah, I'm all clenched Aww. up. No, that's uh, that's I love that ride. It's a great one. And since they made it, it's it used to be soaring over California. Yeah, and now it's soaring on the world. And I, I love that. It's, it's great. Wonderful. If you guys have never been to California Adventure, shame Gosh, on you. Gosh, get yeah, there. Avengers Campus and everything Cars too. Land. You gotta go. You gotta go to. Disneyland. I met King there last weekend. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah, you post on your Insta. Well, no, I didn't post it because I looked like shit. But I texted you the picture, Chris. Oh, that's right. Sorry, my bad. Because I saw. <laughs> didn't you post him walking around, or was that another video you sent me? I think I said just sent it to you. Okay. Yeah. Those those pictures can never see the light I mean, of day. King is already <laughs> walking around Disneyland. Yeah. Does he walk up and scare people? And, well, and it's just one King. Not oh. a variant, just the just the one. Soon well, I guess enough. before he takes over the world, or, or, or builds his own dynasty, he's going to hang out in Disneyland. That's yeah. what I would do. Same. You know what else is pretty cool? What? There is the first black writer, black female writer, black female writer of Black Panther. Yes. I mean, Black Panther has been around since 1966. And you've never had a black female writer on Black Panther? Which is wild to me, right? It's crazy. Well, and Eve, Eve Ewing is a brilliant scholar, writer. She did a lot of the Photon comics. So she's dealt with uh, Monica Rambo. She does a lot of Ms. Marvel as well. Uh, she's done so many things. And now she's tackling T'Challa in the world of Wakanda in a really interesting comic arc too, where T'Challa has been banished, right. but still within the realm of Wakanda. And so some really cool things are happening. So not only do we have this new writer, but we also have a very new aesthetic for the Black Panther, which is fantastic. He's supposed to be a bit more incognito. He's supposed to be really lurking in the shadows and everything. And Taylor, do you have a picture of this on the bottom of that link? Uh, I can go back to that link and... Thank you so much. We have this amazing cover, first That's of all. That's a great cover. Which is so great. And if you scroll down just a little bit more, we have the character design. And I really, really love this. Yeah, that, the use of tribal masks and everything. That's I really think cool. It's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I'd love a figure of that. Oh my gosh, right? Yeah, that's really cool. Like that is a six scale that I would absolutely get because yeah. that is fantastic and fierce. And I think it's going to be a really, really interesting read too. And again, once again, as we talk about comics, they're obviously trying to sell them, but we're supposedly getting a look at both T'Challa and Wakanda in a way that we have not seen before. And I'm really excited to see this kind of version of it. Maybe looking at some of the underbelly that could exist in Wakanda. Yeah, I mean, that More sounds politics, great to me. Right? I just hope it's great. Same here. Well, and she's proven her medal, too, on all these other comics. Yeah. So I really think that this is in good hands with Eve. No, it's, and it's, it's, it's exciting. You know, look, for me, I'm always excited when new creators get to come on things because my, my, I'm always giving people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You know, if they F it up, then I'll get pissed later. But... I always go into new creators on new books. It's always exciting to see what they do. Yeah. And uh, in this case, I mean, it's a milestone in terms of of getting a, a, a woman of color to write this comic, which is mm -hmm. very cool. But you better not fuck it up. I want this story to be good. <laughs> yeah. Make well, that, it good. That's it what sounds it all comes down to at the end of the day is good storytelling. Yeah. Right? Great characters and great storytelling. Mm -hmm. And this comic is not going to be available until June. Just what? so everyone knows. I know. 
I know, I know. It's February. I know. Why do we have to wait for Star Wars and Black this... Panther comics? I, man, I don't know. Why can't they just? I'm not in charge. And if I were, I would <laughs> give you a comic, whatever you wanted it, Robert. I want it now. That looks dope. I know. You're the Veruca Salt of comic books. <laughs> Daddy, I want a T'Challa comic. Want, uh, not I just want... any T'Challa comic. I want that one. Wow. It's true. I'm like, just like that. You're just a Veruca Salt, <laughs> and I loves you for it. I am like. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no I'm, I, I'm having an adverse reaction to being Veruca Salt, but at the same time, I understand and exactly I am Veruca Salt. Rob, do you need a uh, red vine? Do you need do you need some? Yeah. No, you know what I need? What I need is some of that great cocaine Ray had for us this morning. <laughs> that bag of cornstarch really did wonders. Peruvian flake that didn't have any fentanyl in it. It's been so long since I had clean cocaine. Goodness so gracious. Good. Don't. Once again, it is I, Chris Carr, telling you, please don't do drugs. Please don't do them. And I feel like we have to say that on the show. I'm kidding. We had a big, so many times. We had a big cocaine bear thing that was, it was not, Ray, what exactly was that faux coca cocaine you had? It was, was Who it? Who knows? It was, <laughs> I'd like to ask everyone in the chat, what time do you want the show segments up? <laughs> because uh, they like, ain't up right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get out of here. Oh my God. But it was something interesting. It was like cornstarch. I think something. it was cornstarch. It was like uh, that's what the consistency felt uh, like. White flour. It's a white rice flour. White. Oh, that's what it was. There that's we go. Right. White that's okay. rice flour. From Trader Joe's. That's supreme. Shout out but, to Trader Joe's. Line, baby. <laughs> well, if you want to pretend that you're doing cocaine, kids, white rice flour from Trader Joe's. And while you're there, get some spectacular cheddar. Have Ooh, you had that? Oh, that stuff's so good. It, 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 I actually do chop up their spectacular cheddar and snort it. <laughs> I do. Get it's, out of here. It is that good. I take issue with that. And when we come back, we're going to talk about an issue. <laughs> but before we do that, we want to hear from the great folks over at Masterclass and Mint Mobile for making this episode possible. We're so sorry. We want to thank a sponsor of this video, Masterclass. Masterclass offers classes on a wide variety of topics, all taught by world-class instructors at the very top of their fields. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. And Masterclass is completely accessible on your phone, the web, smart TV, and available via audio mode to listen to classes on the go. They have over 2,500 video lessons from over 180 of today's most brilliant minds. They're all available anytime, anywhere on iOS, Android, desktop, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. Now, obviously around here on the John Campus Show, we love our movies. So why not learn filmmaking from Jodie Foster or maybe directing from Ron Howard himself or the great Neil Gaiman doing his masterclass on the art of storytelling. And you guys have heard me talk about my favorite masterclass, Business Strategy and Leadership by Big Papa Iger himself, Bob Iger, the new and returning CEO of Disney. So guys, I highly recommend that you check it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as a John Campia Show listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Just go to masterclass.com slash Campia now. That's masterclass.com slash Campia for 15% off Masterclass. We want to take a second to thank a sponsor of this video, 
Mint Mobile. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Switching to Mint Mobile is the easiest way to save this year. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. You guys know I made the switch over to Mint Mobile a while ago. The process couldn't have been easier and I can't believe that I am spending less than a third of what I was spending on one of the other major carriers before. By going online only and eliminating the traditional costs of retail, Mint Mobile passes the significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and switch easily in minutes with eSIM. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door free, go to mintmobile.com slash campia that's mintmobile.com slash campia cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash campia and thank you so much to our sponsors masterclass and mint mobile remember guys when you guys are supporting them you're also supporting us and it means a lot to us very quickly before we get back to the weekly hero i just wanted to give a shout out to my puppy june who is watching this at home on the projector yeah. hello june i miss you i'll be home soon and uh do you want a treat june do you june. want a treat i hope that uh all your dogs are getting treats now because i've said it three times treat yeah if you're not giving your pets treats right now you're a monster give it to them when they're pooping too they, when they poop <laughs> in the house when they poop in the house you should give them treats no. do you know how many treats i'd have to give trico He's constantly shitting in my house. He's so mean to me, that little chaos goblin. And that Six just means they're territorial. They're territorial. Wow. That's he their place. He poops on top of the Roomba, Ray. That's an act of aggression. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's that's, a terrorist. Yeah, that's a he, terrorist. He was trying to get back at the Roomba. Yeah, it's him. peeing, peeing, peeing. We're about to have puppies in our house. I know. I want one. It's going to be a, a, what is it, a 1FB, I think. What is we're that? Gonna, we're going to have, we're gonna have uh, uh, Irish doodle puppies doodle 25 percent irish setter 75 percent purebred poodle man redheads <laughs> so redheads much. two redheaded dogs oh boy these are gonna be beautiful pups. don't be gross guys don't worry i'll don't have puppy gross. cam on my channel i'm yeah. just gonna have 24 hour puppy cam it's gonna be precious. by the way this is the weekly hero yeah. and i think we should come back to we have issues you know before anybody asks mm -hmm. and says our our friend who's gonna say hey uh do you have any favorite 22 issues <laughs> you sure do i do and, RMB and came prepared and i came prepared this is avengers issue 22 i'm not sure which volume it is there it is my man ultron i love ultron uh avengers annual 22 written by kirk busek and drawn by george the great george perez basically ultron taking over a country killing a bunch of fools killing like millions of people yeah like lots of people die so anyway the 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 avengers have to take ultron down and people ask rob do you have a favorite comic panel actually no one's ever asked me that but i i do i you have tell an answer us, though. yeah I'll, I'll tell you and but people have and i uh occasionally they've asked but i thought for sure back in 2015 when joss whedon's avengers age of ultron came out I thought for sure one of my favorite, and it's a very famous comic panel, would be used in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. I should have known there was a problem with Joss Whedon when he didn't 
recreate this moment in his own inevitable style. That was style. the red flag moment? That was my red flag moment. I'm like, Joss, <laughs> how you let me down? And and I've got the panel to show you. And it is it is a hard-fought battle to get into Ultron's stronghold. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a splash page. It's the middle of a page. But I want you to put up this panel. There it is. Yes. Uh, the the Avengers, a lot of wear and tear there. Look at Thor. His 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 armor is tattered. And there he is. They've broken into Ultron's stronghold. And Thor says, say it with me. I know everyone watching this at home knows this panel. Ultron. Let's say it together. Yeah, go ahead, Taylor. You say it. <laughs> okay, hold on. Ready? We'll say it together. Do it in your yes. Rob voice. Oh, meanwhile. No, oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. That was botched. Wait. Let's should I count it down? Yeah. How do I get both of us on now, the screen? Now everybody at home's already read it. Let's well, all say it together. Three, okay. three two, two, one. Ultron, Ultron we would have words <laughs> with thee. Come on. I botched it. I was saying meanwhile in the hall of whatever the hell it is. Meanwhile, in the, in the hall, hall of family. family. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's one of the great comic panels of all time. I love this. How do you not put this comic panel in? First of all, if you guys haven't read, I believe most of this up to this point is collected in one Avengers omnibus. Yes. I cannot recommend Kurt Busick. I think I've always said Busick. Mm-hmm. Kurt Busick. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. Kurt Busick and George Prez, the late great George Prez, one of my favorite comic artists of all time. Uh, he, I, I fell in love with him. He used to draw Justice League. He drew, of course, New Teen Titans with Marv Wolfman. He, Kurt Busiek and George Perez did this run on Avengers. It's one of my favorite Avengers runs ever. I mean, come on, just look at this panel. This is look incredible. Look at the detail. <clears throat> it's so, so well done. There's just so much happening in here. And what a beautiful way to tell story, even without the we'll have words with the line, which is epic. Oh, yeah. But just that panel alone is telling you so much about how things are going down. So Absolutely. Well done. And the, the, I mean, George Perez, rest in peace, is one of the great ones. Yeah. So if you have not read this run on Avengers, uh, Avengers 22 is obviously part of it. It's the 22nd issue, obviously. That's why it's number 22. Um, And there's a Twilight Zone episode about number 22 as well that you should look into. uh, That stars Arlene Martell, or as you might know her, T'Pring from the Star Trek Uh, original series episode, Amok Time. I'm so sorry that I constantly just disappoint with my lack of Star Trek knowledge. That's okay. It's It's fine. But you know what's not going to be disappointing? This week's Hot Toy segment. Sure isn't. I dug deep into my collection and pulled out a classic. A classic (laughs) Hot Toys figure from over 10 years ago. But it's still great, even today. It's iconic. And we're going to show it to you now. Yeah. You guys, today in the studio, we have an exclusive. The Cocaine Bear himself is here. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Rob, what do you have for us today? Dude, I'm going old school Hot Toys. We're going like over 10 years old. I think it's over 10 years old. Classic Hot Toys, still one of my favorites. Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator from the original 1984 James Cameron Magnum opus, Terminator, the first movie. It wasn't called the first movie, it was just Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger, look at the 80s punk rock garb he takes off. It gets you a couple cans short of a six-pack from Bill Paxton. I love this figure. It has many accessories, Taylor. Uh, Many weapons, many hands. He even comes with a second head sculpt. Look at this head sculpt. Where he's fixing his eye and he comes with the tools 
And this too, a damaged arm. That is so cool. Isn't that dope? So, and it even comes with the tools when he's fixing his eye. I mean, I love this figure. And even though it's, even though Hot Toys sculpt, head sculpts have gotten better over the years, I still think this really captures Arnold from the Terminator. I mean, I love the multi-layered clothing. And then check this out in the back. I mean, look at that. That's Whoa. full on, man. That is some 80s punk rock garb. Hollywood punk rock. Come on, man. I mean, really still a great figure. Look at this shirt, dude. And that is cool. Isn't that great? And you know yeah. what we should do sometime? We should have you come in dressed in the same outfit as the hot toy. <laughs> come on, that'd be cool. Wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there you go, everyone. Uh, we're celebrating the release of Cocaine Bear today, clearly. Yeah. Uh, look at Chris Carr. She's more, I mean, I'll do the cocaine, but she's the bear. This nose costs too much money. I'm not going to do cocaine. Yeah, there you go. I don't do hard drugs. They're scary. I haven't either because you can't get them uncut with anything anymore. Uh, They're all messed up with, messed around with. I listened to the D.A.R.E. program in a very different way than most people. Where I was like, yes, this is a cautionary tale. Where other people are like, but how can I do it safely? It's true. <laughs> well, we celebrate the release of Cocaine Bear. Everyone should go see it. It's or so should fun. they? What oh, guys... my gosh. Cocaine Bear is amazing. Okay. I, I just disagree with John. Because he was like, yeah, it's fine. And I don't, I think it was like uh, a mixed thing. You know, he was saying Elizabeth Banks' directing was all over the place tonally. I think it's fun. I think it's a fun romp. And if you enjoy fun, if you want to hang out with your friends, highly recommend hanging out with them in a bear onesie. <laughs> all the go. furries are going to go. <laughs> <laughs> when I came into the office today, Rob's first thing out of his mouth was a very <laughs> non judgmental, ah, is this like a furry thing? I, I didn't <laughs> quite, it, it eluded me. Because, you it's know, okay. we don't kink shame. We don't kink shame here. No. No. That's not my jam, but hey, if it's yours, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You know. Anyway, on that note. We should talk about what our people's jams, their super chats. We're going to, yeah, whatever whatever you guys want to talk about, yeah. we are now open to listen to whatever you have to say to us or ask us or, I mean, if, if you are going to go see Cocaine Bear tonight, we want to hear from you. Hell yeah. So what do we got? It's game day. From... <laughs> From John John. Rob, what TV shows do chickens watch? Wow. I committed. Wow, that was pretty good. I committed. Uh, that was pretty good, but not good enough. Oh. <laughs> no, I was oh, just man. kidding. Not your, yours was great, but okay. the joke. Mm. The joke. Not John John, I tried, to, I tried to do the one-two punch with you. I appreciated it. Can you do it one more time? Yeah, that's, that's years of training and studying have brought me to this. By moment. the way, you know what? It, this reminds me. I would uh, like to give a shout out. I was going to tell King Tanik, who's got our next super chat. Mm. I don't know if he did this on our show, the Otaku Experience that King Tanik does. It's on yeah. the it's on uh, the Burnett work. But I wanted to give a shout out. I forgot to do this to Leje Matsumoto or Matsumoto Leje, one of the great uh, Japanese manga artists and designers responsible for things like. Galaxy Express 999, Captain Harlock, and Space Battleship <gasps> Yamato. Love Captain Harlock. He passed away at 85 uh, last week. Oh. And I just want to give a shout out because he was responsible. I mean, I am a huge fan of Galaxy, that whole Galaxy Express, Car Captain Harlock, Queen Emeraldus, obviously Space Battleship Yamato. Uh, I love what Leje Matsumoto did, uh, or Matsumoto Leje. So. Rest in peace, sir. Uh, you certainly fired my imagination since I was a little kid. Mm, that's lovely, Rob. All right, well. Now we can hear from King Tannic. Yeah. 
From King Tannic, Weekly Hero, oh yeah, time for Unfiltered Rob and Chris. Totally unfiltered. <laughs> I just keep doing, I, you know, it, that's like playing air guitar. I'm doing air cocaine. Oh my God. It's not really the same thing. No. Demonetized. <laughs> just constantly. I know. Just every moment. It's true. All right. From oh, Jeffrey Lindeblatt. Best 22nd issue, Superman number 22, The Price by John Byrne. The last issue, uh, the last issue of John Byrne run on Superman. Who <clears> says <throat> that Superman does not kill his villains? That's when he mm. kills uh, Zod, Ursa, and Non. Mm -hmm. That's a great issue. That is a great issue. In the pocket universe. Oh, well done, Jeffrey. Oh. Always, always coming up with the specific issues. We appreciate you. Dude. Yeah, oh. but Jeffrey, I was anticipating yeah. you, buddy. I was there for you. One step ahead. Boom. <gasps> Let's check in on Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, where did you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you okay, buddy? Yeah. I okay. think he doesn't want to be responsible for anything that happens on That's today's show, fair. The Weekly Hero. It's very fair. All right. We also have from Zach Larson. Do you think after the multiverse saga, MCU needs to bring more verisimilitude back? I miss the simpler stories. Seems complex and like a big CGI fest. I, you know, I I agree. And that that was the one thing about I my theory my Rob Burnett's unified theory of superhero uh, superheroics and movies is we want to believe as viewers that the superheroes exist outside our windows that when we go see a Marvel movie that maybe what they're showing us is actually happening in the world somewhere somewhere and when you watch the first Iron Man for instance it's clearly set in our world. Mm -hmm. And it brings you you see and you're made to believe that an Iron Man could exist, quote unquote, in our world. Uh, the first Avenger, it starts in the past. And obviously there's a, a World's Fair that isn't real. But, you know, going into World War Two and coming out at the end, it still feels like it it takes place in our world. Yeah. The thing that amazed me is they made us believe in Thor and the Asgardians and everything when Thor is down on our planet. Um, and I think that's kind of been lost. You know, as we've moved, especially in phase four and now phase five, we've lost it. The, the there's there used to be a tenuous a tether to the real world that's kind of gone now. Mm -hmm. And I agree, we got to bring it back. I think that's very well said. Got to bring it back. Nice. From Matt W. Imagine if in Avengers five six, everyone is split into teams to fight Kang variants: Earth, Avengers, Fantastic Four, Cosmic, Captain Marvel, Nova Guardians, and mutants. Well, that's kind of what happens in Kang Dynasty. I was going to say. You know, and, and the thing is, we don't, who are these teams? Like, he's just describing teams. Where are they? Who's in the Avengers? We don't even know. They're making Avengers movies, and we don't know who the Avengers are. But, yeah, yeah they should have mutants. They should have, look, I'm one of the people that just, mutants are still, they're here. They've been here all, all the whole time. We just didn't know it. Exactly. We haven't seen those stories yet. And tell me who's on the stinking lunchbox. Uh, tell me who's on the lunchbox. I got to know. And why is Doctor Strange? He's never really been Avengers. He's never he's, been on the lunchbox. And he's like, uh, I can bring you, I can get you back on the lunchbox. But you can shut you, up, Steven? Steven. You liar. Can't get me on the lunchbox. Charlatan. Kish. What else we got? Suthius, rewatching Multiverse of Madness, I realized that Christine is the only secondary character so far in the MCU in which we've seen a variant of. That's true. I guess it is. Not after. Oh, secondary. S yes, secondary character. Then yes, I think so. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Cool. Not bad. Yeah. Do you guys hear? Want to hear my uh, tinfoil hat theory? I put it in the live chat during the main show. Mm -hmm. So you know how Stephen Yuen is joining the MCU in Thunderbolts. Yes. yes. Okay. 
I believe he's going to be a Secret Service member for the president, President Ross, played by Harrison Ford. And I think throughout the whole movie, we're going to think he's just a normal secret agent. Then right before the movie ends, he's going to turn to the camera. We're going to find out he's a mutant. And I think that's that's the big reveal with his character. You wow. think he's going to be a mutant? Which one? Oh, no. That's as far as I got, Chris. <laughs> I still, I'm still betting on Amadeus. I know it's like wildly obvious, but like, I Could think he'd be, I think he'd be great as Braun. Uh, I, not bad. I not think it'd be fun. Yeah. Could be. From John John again, young Avengers are literally on screen right in our faces and people don't see it. <laughs> John Campion. This ain't like mutants in Fantastic Four. Bro, they're already here. John John, thank you. Because every time Campia it's like, I don't see him doing young Avengers. I'm like, yeah, they are going to do Young Avengers, whether it's a series or a movie, probably a movie. Yeah. I mean, Haley Steinfeld is a movie star. Yes. And she's great. And uh, they keep. Florence Pugh is a movie uh, star. Is a movie star. Yeah, they brought I mean, in Catherine Newton. They're going. Uh, yes. Do yes. I mean, they're giving us the Young Avengers right in front of us. And uh, I'm there for it. And, you know, maybe there'll be a Kang variant on the Young Avengers, too. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. There is one. Give or us a little Hulkling Iron Lad. Or, I mean, I, yeah. Iron Lad's going to happen, man. It is going to happen. It's got to with all the Kang stuff. I, I, right? It'd be so dumb if there wasn't. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I can guarantee you the Young Avengers are going to be in Kang Dynasty because they need other teams. Yes. They need groups of people. Young Avengers will be in Kang Dynasty. Take I that one to the bank. absolutely agree with you on that. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. We always agree. I know. Except when we have issues. Except when we don't. Yeah. And then we, look. <laughs> hey, look. There you go. Yeah. That's it, right there, Young Avengers. Boom. Telling you. Bam. From Dav, Ant-Man CGI was so OD, I had to rush outside immediately when the movie ended so I could go throw up. Oh, my gosh. Head was spinning like crazy. I've never had that happen to me before watching a movie. I saw it in 4DX, which was an awful choice. Wow. Because um, it was way over the top with the 4DX stuff, so I was constantly just being like thrown around in my chair. Um, I didn't have that, that sick feeling though. I'm so sorry you had that. I didn't particularly like the 3d. I didn't like the design at all. Yeah. I, I, it's just everything, the multiverse. I mean, the, uh, quantum realm looks like guardians of the galaxy. Everything's kind of looking, but like Brown, I was yeah. talking to an artist friend of mine and they were like, why is everything so Brown and just, ugh. especially uh, after it is like, it is very unfair to judge it after avatar. But say what you will about Avatar 2, whether you like it or not, but it's visually stunning and yeah. bright and beautiful. Yes. And then we went to this kind of like sepia-toned kind of thing that was yeah. just meh and video gamey and, and volume stagey. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I didn't believe it. No. From John John. Oscar Isaac was great at as portraying uh, Stephen Mark, but do you guys remember Jim Carrey as Charlie and Hank in Me, Myself, and Irene? Come on. Rob Voice. Do you say uh, come on in a Rob voice? Uh, come on. Uh, no, I don't know. I was gonna say, I don't Meanwhile, know. come on. No, I know how it <laughs> is. Come on. You just go, come on. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, that, okay. I do that. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I have, to, I, have to, I have to, you know, I have to do it, figure out what, where I'm at. There you go. Yeah, you need your motivation. Yeah, I, yeah. I, that's thanks. Direct me. Oh, my gosh. So. This difficult actor over here. Jesus. J Jab Dab, I felt sad for a space starfish. Trust in James G. I mean, I never thought that I would see Starro 
I loved Star when I was a kid. I loved just the Star with the, you know, the, I love seeing the Justice League with, because they brought Starro back in, I want to say in Grant Morrison's JLA run, mm. uh, which I just love Starro. I couldn't believe James Gunn did that. It was amazing. It was wild. Loved it. Loved Starro. I love when all the small starfishes came out of him. Yeah. It was awesome. It was oh. like the greatest thing ever. I'm like, this is awesome. Really well done. This old DC fan. I'm so excited to see it Starro. They obviously did lose me in that movie, though, because heck and I violence. I know. What, Man, I, know. What are you I, I almost puked in my home. I had to just be like, oh. tell me when that part's done. <laughs> oh, Starro. From South Texas Shark, those gameplay trailers of Resident Evil 4 and Suicide Squad look great. My wallet is going to be hurting this year with all these games. I haven't seen the Resident Evil one, but Suicide Squad, yeah. It looks great. That looks killer. Yeah, I haven't seen the Resident Evil one either. Have any of you seen it? No, right. but isn't it a, it's a remake, right? Like a remaster? I would assume so, because uh, uh, 4. Resident Evil 4, yeah, it should be a remaster. Um, I'm not good with numbers. You had it's me at Resident four. Evil, you lost me at 4. <laughs> yeah, it's after 3. It's before is 5. Is it really? 3 is a magic number. Uh, Tracy Dale says... <laughs> oh, sorry, I was reading the chat. <laughs> watching Poker Face. Really enjoying it, and this week's episode was great. Have you watched Poker Face yet? I haven't I seen haven't it. I haven't yet. I, I love Natasha Leone. I love Russian Doll. She's great. I mean, Ryan Johnson made this. It looks really good. It looks really, really fun. Everyone keeps telling me that they could watch her like solve crime forever. So yeah, I I'm love in. Her. Yeah, she's wonderful. From Harv's K, R.I.P. to the great. May you pronounce, please? Leiji Matsumoto. Thank you. Who passed away last week. One of the most influential manga anime creators of all time. Yamato Star Blazers, Galaxy Express 999, Captain Harlock, Interstellar 555. And he worked with Daft Punk. Rad. Yeah. And you know what? You and I, Harves, we park our shuttlecrafts in the same shuttle bay, clearly. Mm-hmm. Best in peace. From CJ Rebirth, went to my local comic store and got Batman 89 novel. Nice. Nice. That's very cool. Oh, very cool. I do want to go pick that up. I know. Me too. Very excited about it. From Sidhu, Chris, are you keeping up with Servant? No, I have not watched the last two seasons. I got two episodes into, I think, season three. So I haven't watched any of the new stuff. I need to have a binge day. Because honestly, season three, I gave it a couple episodes and was like, I'm not really digging this season. Um, and then a friend of mine, actress Mia Tapalian, who's amazing, uh, she was telling me I need to really get back on board because season four is just wild. So I will be jumping back into that. Who are they serving? No one knows. <laughs> oh. No one knows. No one knows. Okay. I'm just curious. It's called Servant. Have you not watched any of it? No, I, I've been wanting to because it looks oh. like it's a devil cult thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's it's really weird and creepy. Oh, then I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Oh, because you know me. Like it. I love the devil and I love cults. We love Satan. Hold it's on. true. Satan's one of my it. favorite villains. Yeah. I'll Villain. let you guys go on to I want to be the day. Pope's exorcist. What are you looking up, Taylor? The devil, but from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Okay, from Nicholas Rosenblum, my two sets of twins want a live-action Captain Underpants. Did you guys dig the comic? Um, my brother read the Captain Underpants books. I was a little too old for them. Yeah, when me they too. Came I out. just can't get past Nicholas's my two sets of twins. Yeah. What are the odds? I know. I hope he's buying lottery tickets. Seriously. Wow. Man, and also, do twins run in your family? Yeah. Because that's amazing if they don't and you had two sets. I mean, that yeah, that's uh, unbelievable. That's wild. Two sets oh, of there's twins. our favorite devil. There you go. Him. He looks scary. Love him. Oh, my goodness. You know what she did? <laughs> Yo, oh, never mind. That's from The Exorcist. It was great. From J. Jeff Davigan, we need more standalone villain movies like Joker. Uh, look, I, I disagree. 
I, I would love to see, I would have loved to have seen, I don't know why the MCU hasn't done a villain-centric film like Kang. It would have been so interesting to see the origin of Kang, his variants. Maybe they went into Ramatep, whatever they did. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you could even tie it in. You could have, he met a new version of Apocalypse back back in the in the day. I mean, that'd be cool. For me, it's, I'm, I'm just thinking specifically of Joker. And I'm like, I don't need more of that movie. I don't need that sequel. But I understand more interesting villain looks. And I understand that most of you like Joker and I'm in the minority here. But that was a one and done for me. Glad I saw it. Never again. I hate it when girls tell me that. Oh. <laughs> I mean about movies. About movies. Yeah. Not about anything else. What were you thinking, audience? Goodness gracious. Raymond Reddington, what did you think of Quantum Mania, Chris? As you know, a friend of mine told me, it's a movie. And boy, is it. I was disappointed. It's so very okay. Um, the stuff with, we can be spoilery, right? Have all of you seen it? Hi, I'm going to spoil things. Modoc, why? Why? Uh, yeah. Why, Modoc booty right there? Um, why Why everything? I understood the bringing in Darren where I went, oh, okay, that could actually be interesting. But the design was hideous. They came over Modoc being goofy inherently in the comics, right, with the war armor, and then right. constantly were not showing it, instead doing that really lazy face thing that they did, which looked like garbage, I... and it was such a cheap joke. Yeah, it really was. There were some really fun moments and funny moments and interesting things, but overall, I was not a fan. Now we're putting up the spoilers after I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm a little um, late. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and if you enjoyed this movie, great. Love that for you. It just, it, it disappointed me. And I went into it thinking it can't be as bad as everyone's saying it is. And I did not enjoy it. Had a blast at Cocaine Bear the next day. What a palate cleanser. <laughs> From Dr. J. I know R&B has read the secret, uh, the script and can't discuss it, but I think Secret Invasion looks easily like the best and most grounded upcoming project for Marvel. The current comic run is excellent. Um, I will say this. I, I thought that the scripts were really, really good, and it has a really, the storyline is really interesting. It's very relevant, and um, I loved it. You know, it's very much like a Tom Clancy techno thriller. Uh, yeah, if you got scripts like scripts I'm not supposed to have, like Secret Invasion, <laughs> send them my way, please. Nothing you wrote, but if you get scripts that I'm not supposed to have, please send them right to me. <laughs> send him all your scripts. How do you think Every I get script. this stuff? From Zach Woolley. Hey, guys. I have cerebral palsy. I'm so, so visually, I am also so visually impaired, so I cannot physically read comic books. Are there any audiobook versions of comics? Oh my gosh, Zach, yes, there are. There are so many wonderful um, actual podcast versions of things. There's a wonderful Wolverine one that has, um, oh gosh, who played Thorin in the Hobbit movies? Oh, um, I'm uh, blanking on his Thorin, name right uh, now. Why am I drawing? Uh, I'm, I'm seeing his face. It's a fantastic. He was in, uh, he was in Hannibal too. Yeah, he's uh, wonderful. I'm going to look it up. Was it Richard uh, Armitage? Yes, Armitage. Richard Armitage. Richard Armitage. Yep. Yep. So that's great. Um, there's so many Marvel podcasts that you can listen to that are really, really wonderful. That one, though, that Wolverine, I believe it's called Long Night or something like that. Yep is phenomenal i believe you can also listen to several red versions of this online too yep um so there are a lot of options that will walk you through what's on the page what's happening but man those kind of um almost radio plays 
that Marvel has been putting out are really, really great, Zach. And I highly recommend you listen to them because the voice acting in them is just so phenomenal. And oh. Zach, I don't know if you if you dig it or not, but The Sandman, which is my favorite comic <laughs> yes. series of all time, has two <laughs> audio dramas and each one is over 11 hours long. They are incredible. Neil Gaiman is the narrator. It, it, the voice acting is amazing. And by the way, if I can give a shout out to something else you might dig, if you're a fan of zombies, and who isn't? Um, uh, Max Brooks, his book World War Z, which is a documentary account of the zombie wars, mm -hmm. is one of my favorite audiobooks I've ever heard because they have actors like Mark Hamill reading parts. And it's done, it's survivors who survived the zombie apocalypse talking about how the zombie hordes were beaten back. It's so much fun to listen to. There it is. An oral history of the zombie war, and it's got all the different, the different actors who play. Um, Henry Rollins is T. Sean uh, Collins. Henry Rollins is a, is a surprisingly amazing voice actor. He's, he's great. He's so great I mean, in uh, Legend of Korra. Rob Reiner. I mean, it's so um, interesting. All the different. You look at all that stuff. There's really, it's really, really great. And I don't normally recommend books on tape or anything like that, mm -hmm. but because I like to read. But obviously, if you can't read and it's hard for you to do so, yeah. this is so much fun. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. And, you know, audiobooks have become much more sophisticated than they used to be. I mean, oh, absolutely. And, and they're a lot there. If you are on long trips and things, they're pretty great. I used to be anti-audiobook, but I'm not anymore. The Dresden Files are another great listen. Yep. Those ones are really, really Those fun. are good. Mm -hmm. From uh, J. Jab Dav again, no spoilers. Well, too late. I already did it. Uh, no spoilers, <laughs> but Quantumania made me worried about Kang being the next big bad. Definitely needs new writers. I wasn't worried about Kang. I think that we're going to have a good storyline with Kang, particularly because of, I'm going to spoil more things, because of that, that post credit scene was, to me, the most interesting thing that happened in the entire movie. Right. Yeah, yeah. And Which one? The first one? Second one. Okay, the, se okay, the second, second one. Uh -huh. um, I really enjoyed that. Mostly because I was like, timely? Oh, right. oh okay. Right. Yes. Um, but I, I think Kang, especially with majors in the role, I feel really good about it. And there was actually a really good article um, with the writer, um, Loveness, who yes. he has a really strong grasp on Kang and the comics themselves. I think that this movie maybe just needed to be in Marvel's mind or in Feige's mind, I'm not sure. A very specific quantum mania situation focused on that kind of Chronopolis without saying Chronopolis. Right. I wish they did instead. <clears throat> but I think for the most part, he gets the Kang character. Yeah, no, clearly. I just think that they didn't do Ant-Man and Wasp well. Agreed. Where was Wasp, frankly? Yeah, where was Wasp? I mean, and Scott too. I. That wasn't Scott Lang for me. No, it wasn't. Not at all. Yeah. That's maybe that's maybe you just quantified what has <gasps> been wrong wow. with what? with these movies for me. I know, oh right? Oh my gosh! I but no, that. I mean I, that's what I was feeling. I wasn't feeling like I was getting the Scott Lang from the previous Ant Man movies and the previous Avengers movies. Yeah. That, you know whether it was Civil War or Endgame. Mm -hmm. You know, Same. I miss my, I miss me some Scott. I do too. I do too. Where'd you go, Scott? From King Tannic, keeping me company while I lay tile. Love y'all. Oh, you laying tile? King Tannic, is that a euphemism? Yeah. Uh, if it is, please don't be watching us while you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. You're, we're, People we're deserve fo your focus. Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't want to make sure those those tile. You don't want them crooked. No. <laughs> Unless you know. that's what they're into. 
But are you, or, or are you not using a euphemism? You work on a bathroom? You work on a kitchen? What you doing? What yeah, you remodeling? I think that's what he's doing. Yeah. Kintanic's good kid. By the way, if you look, uh, he has his Detective new show, kid. The Otaku Experience. There it is. Uh, he talks about the anime awards this week or the anime awards that haven't happened yet or the oh, ones sweet. that are going to happen. Okay. Um, it's a great show. He does a great job producing it. And um, I love that show. <gasps> King Episode four is up. King Tanix, the Otaku Experience. Find it on the Burnett work on YouTube. I don't know Home if, of the Post Geek Singularity. I don't know if you were watching earlier in the morning. I know you jumped in the chat later, King Tanix, but... Creed 3, all those anime-inspired fights, I would love, 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 not to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you what to do. I would love a video from you breaking down the fights in Creed 3 of what anime it relates to. I think oh. that'd be dope. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, because director Michael B. Jordan said he's an, he said it, I think, on huge like Jimmy anime Fallon. Fan. For he's years huge, he's been talking about yeah, it. And years. that really influenced Creed 3. So I'm excited to see how that breaks down into the fights. Yeah, yeah. me too. Just throw it out there if you want it, you know. Do it. And from Connie Sang, Connie! The lovely Connie Sang. Hi, Connie. I miss Thank you Connie. so much for that support. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we got to go get drinks with Connie. We do. We do. She's a good drinking partner. I know. I always miss it. It's true. I do. Should go. I know. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this issue of The Weekly Hero. We went on tangents and we're still under time. What? We're amazing professionals. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, Chris, it's been so fun to do these with you. I love doing these. With Hopefully you, we'll continue doing them. I know. One never knows. <laughs> uh, the internet. It's a place that lives in flux. It, yes, it's a quantum flux. A quantum oh, flux. Ooh. You know, but then you might have a quantum of solace later Ooh. when there, we get quantum <laughs> fluxed out of existence. <laughs> you never know. You don't. You don't. Well, we want to thank Taylor Gonzalez, not only for running the show, but picking out these fantastic stories today. Taylor, where can people find you? Oh, thank you. Thank you. If you guys are a fan of whatever I've said today, I'm not really <laughs> sure. But you guys can find me on Instagram. You guys can find me on Twitter. But most importantly, you can find me on my own YouTube channel. And here it is. 50 Shades of Tay. That is five zero Shades of Tay with three, three Ys. Uh, my newest video, I have a cocaine bear Taylor's Take, that's what I call my reviews on my channel, Taylor's Takes. And then Rob and I, we have an ongoing series called Would You Rather. Things uh, escalate very quickly there. And right after this, Chris and I are going to be filming a very fun Q&A about voice acting and uh, what got her into it and her hopes and dreams for voice acting. And that's going to be a really fun, exciting video. So I would love to have you guys come join me over at Fifty Shades of Tay. Speaking of voice acting, Chris Carr... Don't you have a voice acting school? Oh my gosh, well, Robert, I sure heck can do. Wow. You can head over to Speak Friend Studios. We do voice acting classes. We do dialect classes. My husband, Logan, has an amazing dialect class coming up for both beginners and for people who are more experienced in it. Um, he's happy to sit down and do a quick Zoom chat with you, too, to see which class is best for you. That's starting next week. So if you want to be in there, I highly recommend it. If you've ever enjoyed me doing little accents on here or anything, Logan's who is my coach. And I know I'm biased because I'm married to this little patootie. Look at this guy. Look at this cute That's guy. That's a really sexy picture of He's Logan. so handsome. Gosh dang it. Um, but if you've ever enjoyed me doing any of my English or Irish lilts on this show, he's the guy. He teaches you all about how to transcribe dialects so that you can use this formula for learning new ones. It's really, really awesome. Highly, highly recommend heading over to the website so you do that. Speakfriendstudio.com. Rob, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at RM Burnett. Find me on my own YouTube channel, The Burnett Work, that is soon to be rebranded. I'll talk about that later. And my show, Rob Observations, or tonight's show, 
Midnight Musings. Oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> look out for King Tanix, the otaku experience. He has four episodes up. They're all great. Check them out. Mm-hmm. And I also want to thank Mr. John Campia for letting us do this show on his channel. He never watches, so he doesn't know what we get away with. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a couple of little stinkers here. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for being here. Ray, thank you for being here. Oh, we yeah, appreciate no you. We appreciate all those graphics. Thanks, guys, for all your amazing questions. We can't do this without you. Otherwise, it's just Rob and I talking at you. So thanks for being here and asking awesome stuff and supporting us. Thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Masterclass Mint Mobile. Stay safe this weekend. Be kind to everyone you meet. And always, always go to your local comic shop and get some physical comics. We mm-hmm. really, really love that. All right. Have a good one, y'all. Well, there are 636 left of you. I have a little treat for you from Mr. Ray Aura himself, for those of you who have stuck around. Ooh, more of you have joined for this. Here you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Wow. I'm going to see it when my eyes are closed. No. All right, that'll do it, guys. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night. Thank you so much for sticking around for that. Sorry. Oh, my God. Bye.